0: What's up people? Welcome back to Rebranding Safety, the YouTube channel and podcast translating health and safety to help you save lives and save money. Today we're talking about, well, we're going to talk about patience and instant gratification, but it's going to be off the hoof because to say this podcast has had a few technical issues would be a massive understatement. Let's elaborate. In the podcast. Health and safety is almost a victim of its own success. We and an oppressive regime of health and safety regulations. A huge fire engulfs a tower block. In- Children being forced to wear goggles to play conkers at school. Worst oil field disaster, 164 dead. Rebranding Safety, the modern health and safety podcast, crushing a stereotype. And your host, James McPherson. So, welcome to Rebranding Safety, if you're new, if you're not new, then welcome back people, you've not heard from just me for a while, we've had a lot of a lot of interviews, and for me that's been difficult, it's something that I pride myself on, um, being a podcast that actually produces some content, there's a lot of podcasts out there, podcasts, podcasts out there if you're watching on youtube excuse me i'm just putting some pillows behind my back there we go there's a lot of podcasts out there um that well they just interview people and they bring people on and those guests provide the value you know the host actually doesn't really provide any value so that's something i'm quite proud of that i actually provide some value myself um i think (laughs) you tell me whether it's valuable or not um And I've not been able to do that for a while because basically the mic that you can see if you're watching on YouTube and the mic that you can now hear, which is hopefully better um, than what you've heard for a while. Well, from what I can hear and I'm hard of hearing, so I can tell it's better. But. It basically it comes out of what you would call an XLR cable into an interface that interface then goes into my laptop well the interface was brand new and the interface stopped working it just so happened that we had a lot of interviews um, ready um, and I could just use a hands-free on a Skype call which was thank God um, which was okay I apologize for the historical topsy-turvy audio on this podcast Um, and if you're listening on the podcast and not watching on YouTube I understand how annoying that must be because well you're just listening not watching so the fact that the audio quality is crap probably hinders the podcast quite a lot anyway I'm normally sitting here with a cup of tea or a glass of juice whereas today I have a rum and lemonade so don't judge and yes i'm recording on a sunday the day before this published why well another technical issue so today you were meant to be hearing an a potentially awesome podcast well i know it was awesome because i was on the conversation with jason anker um, who would just would just would have was amazing that he was on the podcast and embarrassingly this morning i had to message him saying by any chance have you got the the raw audio from our conversation because I had it all downloaded in the file something's happened the file was corrupt and it had gone over the thirty day period to download it from Skype so it's gone that's it to say I'm pissed off about it would be a massive understatement as well so that was slightly annoying then today we've just done quite well I've just done like a bulk recording. Um, day over about three or four hours of the YouTube stuff. Um, If you're not subscribed to YouTube, and I know a lot of you that listen to this podcast aren't, because there's a disproportionate gap in the subscriptions on the podcast, or average audience side of the podcast, compared to the average audience slash subscription of YouTube. So, get your ass over to YouTube, people. Anyway... So we just recorded a load of Toolbox Talk Tuesday stuff which is like the more YouTube style videos as opposed to these podcasts which are also on video. So we're going to briefly talk about patience and instant gratification today, why are we talking about that? Well because I haven't planned anything and it was just something that came to my mind whilst I was on a bike ride today. So absolutely surprised that i could get a bike ride in today for those of you that don't know i'm taking up bike riding this summer absolutely loving it something i've dabbled with in the past really enjoying it so far so we're waiting to see um not massive bike rides only doing like 10 miles at the moment nothing crazy but when i'm on bike riding so it's road biking when i'm on my bike the impatience of drivers is phenomenal and it made me think about my driving. Am I impatient of a driving? I think I definitely am and I was today. So today pretty much had on my agenda a hell of a lot of stuff. got so much to do this weekend and I've done barely any of it. And I woke up late this morning and I was already behind, you know, on the back foot. And you know what it's like when you you start a day on the back foot. It's absolutely horrendous. And and then I had to go to my friends, pick up a turbo training for the bike and then go to like the shop and I was supposed to go to see my grandma as well. He's not been very well. And oh, just absolutely massive like massive agenda for the day. And I woke up late, which is annoying. By the time I walked the dog it was like lunchtime. By the time I got to my friends it was like one o'clock. Went to sports direct. They didn't have what I wanted, um, to get the wife some new shoes. Um, and do you know what it was just i was on the back foot and when i think about this kind of uh, you know managed to get out on the bike why did i manage to get on the, out on the bike if i'm that busy that's a good question well because the camera battery ran out and i've only got one battery so i had nothing to do so i just swung out of my bike for an hour so when i'm on my bike to get to the point when i'm on the bike everyone's like really impatient, like overtaking on corners, like overtaking on blind corners, like overtaking when there's cars on the other side of the road, and it just seemed to be, you know, you'd think easy Sunday driving, you'd think everyone would be a bit more chill, I should have a glass of rum, sorry, um, a swig of rum, sorry, um, but there were, it was like everyone was desperate to get home, anyway, so that made me thinking about my driving today because I was late and I was just the same. I was exactly the same, um, you know, rushing everywhere. And it kind of reminds me of like um, reading Mind Your Own Business book where they talk about learned helplessness. And you feel so, and they, they mentioned about like how safe you feel in a car, you know. We do feel, I feel so safe in a car that we, we take so many risks um, you know, if, if when I'm on my bike and I'm doing 30 miles an hour down a hill, I'm f- fucking shitting myself, but yet in the car, 30, for 30 miles an hour, I feel like I'm crawling, and it's just, you seem to lose all perspective, because you can't feel the wind in your hair, maybe, and and stuff like that, and it, it's a strange world, so that, that got me thinking about impatientness in, in work, and how... And, and instant gratification as well as 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 we all kind of have you know I could order a takeaway on my phone now and believe me I really really want to but I'm going to go make dinner in a minute once I've done this um, you know we can order a takeaway on a phone it's within here like 40 minutes I don't even have to leave the sofa if we want my wallet in my back pocket I don't even I don't have to move and, and you know sometimes I think oh god I might not order it because my wallet's upstairs I can't be bothered it's just crazy so how does that affect health and safety i think that kind of culture of instant gratification that that uh, desire for instant gratification leads us to be impatient and i find it funny like over the years or the amount of times that you highlight something so you might start a new job and you might be like oh my god you've not got this and when they realize i haven't had something for 10 years and they want it yesterday and, and i just think the amount of businesses that do something that they want yesterday and they do it wrong or they do it shit or they do it half-assed because everything's got to be given here yesterday everyone's got everything's got to be here instantly and i just think god if we just took a step back and calmed down and yes maybe we're taking on a risk by doing it slowly and properly but like can we not mitigate risk and do it properly etc etc but it's just crazy isn't it like you know it's all going on with the cladding as well around grenfell and you know all these conversations about you know, no one's once mentioned about replacing the white goods of people in these flats that was where the fire started that was your ignition source no one once has gone i'm gonna just replace everyone's white goods for free three year, warrant, three year warranty just gonna do it for free there you go that's it once you got it it's yours but it's all brand new. I've, I've reduced the chance of ignition. That gives me more time to be able to deal with the cladding properly. Um, granted, no one's putting their finger in their pocket anyway, so that's probably what's what's causing a problem here. But you know, people don't seem to be able to take a step back. We, it's like we look at everything with blinkers on. We, we, we can only look at the one issue. We can only look at a single problem and not take a step back and be patient you know, we want everything yesterday, we can't be patient, and we can't open our eyes a little bit, and I just wonder, you know, how do we fix stuff like that, I I really don't know, I you know, I'm no psychologist, as you probably can tell from listening to this bloody podcast, but I think I'm really fascinated by two things, I'm really fascinated by mindfulness, and, and, and I'm, you know, I still, not battle, but I still try and force myself to be more mindful, and really think about you know the the repercussions of my actions you really think about what i'm doing or be mindful in the moment you know to appreciate um dog walking when i'm walking you know appreciate the air and the ground and stuff and just just be in the moment i I am a bit fascinated by that and and the benefits it could bring and i think that's kind of what i really enjoy about cycling is that For some reason, there's something around cycling, I don't really think about anything else, whereas playing rugby and running and uh, anything else, I, I kind of, I'm always thinking about something else, which is interesting. So then, how do we look at that from a business point of view? I think like being mindful in safety is is being mindful in the moment and really thinking about what this machinery does, or you know what 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 could go wrong, and really considering everything. So what what's mindfulness from a management point of view is like. is 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 like what's the effect this having on my team you know who do I need to involve who is effective be be mindful of the culture mindful of the business mindful of the attitudes mindful of the the people in the business and and I'm really fascinated by the potential of that concept if we could all really get it I think it's got some real legs and i think it's got some real power i'm also a little bit fascinated by the concept of minimalism at the moment now i am definitely not a minimalist like jesus christ i have got so much crap so much but i do like the concept of it and only having stuff in your life that brings value to your life which is really interesting you know i'm 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 a person that gets sucked in by brands and sucked in by sales and stuff like that and you you've got to have that brand and, and i battle with that because i'm also quite a tight ass and i don't like spending the money on the stuff so it's like a constant uh, battle in my head but when i think of it from a safety point of view it's like or a business point of view even it's kind of like only having stuff in your business in your safety systems you safe systems of work whatever you want to call it that really bring value and I think maybe if we were to take on the concept of minimalism in a business and that we only have something that brings value I really wonder how much signage and um, procedures and paperwork and bureaucracy and risk assessments would we actually get rid of the next day I think quite a lot I really do. I think you just have another swig of rum. It's been a long weekend. Um, I really do think we create a lot of our problems by thinking that we're fix- fi- thinking that we're fixing our problems by implementing a risk assessment. The amount of risk assessments I see that infuriate me because they mean nothing and they do nothing and that actually the people that wrote them and the people that read them don't really understand how to assess risk and it's just infuriating and I just think this brings no value. And when I think about, like, kind of, that bringing value, I think back to when I was working in manufacturing, I remember we had an incident around, like, a, a power tool. And I think I've spoke about this in a podcast before, and if I have, I apologise. But I've got really itchy nose today, so I'm sorry if you're watching on YouTube. I keep picking an itch in my nose. Um, I think it's hay fever setting in. Bit late, though, isn't it? Anyway. Um... What am i saying yeah so i was working in manufacturing we had an incident with a power tool and and i remember thinking that the cause quite naively you know i look back on that now it's embarrassing to to kind of tell you all but i remember thinking that a control measure and, and potentially the cause of the incident was that that it wasn't checked before use, and and we put like this this check in place, and I made this form, and I really liked my forms and spreadsheets back then, I still I still am partial to a good, a good spreadsheet, um, but I put it in place, and anyway, I remember going back like, I think two years later, and doing an exercise to reduce paperwork in the business, off my own back, just went, We've got so much opportunity paperwork. We need to we need to get rid of some, um, and 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 that was one. I think we had like two that were filled out, and it was so embarrassing. But it was also a real, it was a real eye opener. Um, and I think back on it now, and I think I learned a lot in that moment. And then you know, the, but that doesn't mean to not implement paperwork. We we had a. Uh, system that we also installed in the same place that was via paperwork that was kind of like a handover system of machine because we had like an engineer that worked on a machine and and it I can't remember what the the minutia of the incident was but I think it might have been a near miss or something but basically like an engineer working on a machine but hadn't been able to finish it so there was one part not working but when the new shift operator take took on um the machine, they didn't know because the sec- the first shift hadn't handed it over from them to them, they didn't know the issue um, and that's a really shit way of explaining it but <coughs> basically the engineer handed it over to the current shift, they understood, carried on when they handed it over to the next shift There was no communication. So we said, well, what if we'd be able to record that? And each machine had a logbook, like a daily logbook. So we just tweaked the daily logbook to have that um, engineer handover bit and engineering comments. And we had to then get into the culture of people just checking back through the day and seeing what was going on with their machine and seeing if there was any issues. And it actually, I believe, actually ended up being quite a good tool for the business to be able to to use and go back on. Would I do it differently? Maybe I would. Maybe I would, looking at it now. I don't know. It's a long time since I was there. I would be really interested to see if they still use it. So if there's anyone listening to the podcast who still works at that manufacturing plant, um, then let me know. You're probably going to message me um, on Facebook or LinkedIn or something saying, no, it was shit and it doesn't work. And that's fine. Let me know why. So I think back onto it and I think that you've really got to be self-critical of your work and self-aware and be able to ask yourself critically, you know, is this providing value? And I think I think businesses can hold safety professionals to account, and I think workers can hold businesses to account for that. And I'm really asking themselves: Does this provide value? If it does, then I'm going to do it as a worker. If it doesn't, I'm still going to do it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise, you know, my queries and so on and so forth. I think just just it's it's interesting. Like I'm currently doing um, my diploma, as you, you probably know, and um, I've got an assignment this week on stress which is ironic because i've only got two weeks to write the assignment and it's stressing me the fuck out um but that aside it was interesting to see on there there was kind of like these little portfolios of people that i potentially have to convince and and one was like uh, a manager or a board member that just thinks the health and safety is bureaucracy and another thing to do and then that made me think about the interview with david mclean where he refers to his scheme and his program that he implements is not another thing to do but freedom um and and being a better version of yourself which was really interesting And, and what's it take to get health and safety there i think it takes a little bit of patience from us all i think it takes us being mindful of what we're doing and really asking if we're providing value to the business you know are we doing something because we feel like we should are we doing something because you know we're covering our ass as opposed to actually making somewhere safer Um, because if we're just covering our ass does that really does that really provide us any value whatsoever um we're never going to know until it's too late and if it's too late well then that implies that it didn't provide any value um so i do think we all need a bit of patience i think if we had some patience in so many of the businesses that i've worked for we might have done stuff a lot better, I think. Because we would just take a step back and just, you know, open our eyes and and really consider what are we doing here. Um, so, that was completely off the hoof. That's about 20 minutes. I'm going to go make dinner for the wife now. Um, not a real clue what that's going to be. I'm probably just going to wing something like a salad anyway thanks for listening guys if you haven't already and I know some of you haven't like I mentioned earlier because the average audience size of the podcast is just disproportionately larger than the YouTube subscriptions get your ass over and give me a subscribe watch a couple of videos Um, if you're listening to this podcast whilst you're making your dinner and you've got a smart TV in your kitchen why don't you just put it on YouTube help a brother out know what I'm saying um also share the podcast people because i know you're still embarrassed that you're listening to health and safety podcast and you don't want to admit it but i was told today by a friend of mine that it is actually quite interesting so please share it um if you listen on itunes give us a rating a review we really really appreciate it if you do do that screenshot it tweet me instagram me etc uh, etc et at m- at rebranded safety or safety rebranded one of those i always get them mixed up check us out and um, come find us on facebook rebranding safety um been a bit off the hoof this one we will we'll give you some much better content in the coming weeks i hope the audio sounds better now we have fixed our technical issues i'll catch you next week in next week's podcast thanks for listening guys safe